It's autumn in Gullicochica, a sleepy port town on the panhandle of Florida, where the bear population outnumbers the human population by nearly two to one. Well, that may not even be true on this particular night. Tourist season is long over, but there are visitors of all sorts taking part in this epic battle. At Hickory Point, Mr. Bowes and his lackeys hold back Queen Mab in the Winter Court. At the retreat, the Tallahassee vampires are flanked by the unhinged defenders of the retreat on one side, and Poole's commandeered skeletal army on the other. Deeper in the forest, dinosaur-human hybrid soldiers outfitted in gear uniforms along with the elite forces of the Sealy Court's knights move towards St. Anne Island to join in the battle, but first they have to get through the fierce warriors of Wishing Well. Regardless of the outcome tonight, this is a sad day with many casualties on both sides. No one remembers Robin Goodfellow's story or why they have followed his word into battle. But tragically, his plan continues to unfold. The cracks begin to show. Small fissures gleam across the landscape as the fabric that holds the overgrown together is stretched to its limits to contain all of this power. In the sky, it appears as a twinkling blanket of green stars that would be a sight of beauty if it weren't the harbinger of the end times. Down on the island, many Atlanteans have fallen in battle. Their golems can only hold back so much of the wild army, and even with the fierceness of their aquatic animal forms and fabulous ruffs, they aren't able to totally defend the mundane people of Gullicochica. When enemies make it to the St. Anne Outwall, the brave locals fight as valiantly as they are able, inspired by the speeches of Sarah and Ray. But it's a battle of attrition, and they will not last forever. Now it's all up to Sarah and Ray to defeat Titania and Oberon's champions before the world breaks apart and spills into nothing. Cap, are you here with me? I'm here. Yep. Uh, I'm tuned to the frequency. Your character has died. Mm. I don't know if you were there for that. Do you I heard that? that one. Yeah, it was a little while ago. But now we have you playing another. You have chosen a character to play. I have. Do you want to tell the audience a little bit about this character? I would very much. It is someone you are familiar with, I think. Uh, you spent some time together in the past. I am going to be playing... The one, the only, Agent Marog. For Agent Marog, I have chosen the Searcher playbook, which I used to be familiar with and am slowly becoming more and more familiar with once again. Awesome. I love this. I love this mirroring the beginning of your journey as Ari. A nice little punctuation mark. (sighs) What a long journey it was, Ian. I am sad to no longer be playing Marog because I enjoy that character. 
Oh, me too. That's why I picked her. How's it feel in there? Uh, you know, there's a lot of room. <laughs> She's quite large. And sometimes quite small. And there isn't much room. But I think I'll get used to it. You can still play her in, like, the, uh, you know, spinoffs. The, the movie? <laughs> yeah, you can play her in the, the movie. length film? Straight to VHS? The Agent Merog spinoff film. <laughs> oh marog you have been waiting here in britney's triage setup in the golden gull now there is lots of strange technology strewn about medical equipment brought in by the omni and the atlanteans you know exactly when jill and crete are going to wake up from your sleep powder you have pretty good control over that they are going to wake up soon. Outside, you can hear the rumblings of combat, of war. And Ray and Sarah have been gone for some time now. What do you do? What do you do as Crete and Jill begin to wake up? I want you to be able to frame this how you'd like. My only thought is if I should speak to them while they're asleep or wait for them to wake up, as I am the arbiter of dreams. That's a good point. And they can't hurt me in there. That's also true, yeah, if you're worried about them still being violent. I think that might be a fun thing. I think I'm going to sit between them. I'm going to pull up a chair and loosen my tie. I'm going to put one of my big blue hands on each of their foreheads, I think, and try to have a little dream palaver with these two. Okay. Is the best way to do this your weird move? That's a great question. I My weird move is use magic. My first encounter move oh. is sensitive. I can use act under pressure to use sensitive. Yeah, let's get an act under pressure roll. Uh, that is a nine flat then for act under pressure if I'm using cool. Okay, yeah, then you succeed. Okay. So I'm going to roll my sensitive move, which is plus weird. Wow, I just knocked all my dice over. <laughs> uh, that is seven on the dice, plus three is ten. Okay. So I think what happens is they wake up, but they're sitting in the grass next to Goodfellow's gazebo. Very cool. And I am standing in the gazebo. Jill, Crete, I think we need to have a discussion. What is this? Um, it is Goodfellow's uh, gazebo. You remember it? Where's Goodfellow? That's what I wanted to talk to you about. He's gone. Ari killed Goodfellow. They both stare at you in shock and awe. And the two of you have been injured. You are resting and we are in a dreamscape. I wanted to talk to you before you woke up. The two of you are were Goodfellow's right and left hand and he's not here anymore but your training can still be put to good use just not for the machinations of the goblin if he's 
gone, it's all over. That is exactly what he would want you to think. But the FAE is still here. It's still out there. It's in the wild. And we could do something with the FAE. Something greater than Goodfellow could have ever imagined. And we don't have to take over worlds to do it. Goodfellow was poison. And he's gone. My father envisioned a different FAE without Goodfellow's tyranny. An organization that can do good in the wild, in the overgrown, in any world. An organization that doesn't just take, but helps. And I, I would really like you two to be a part of that. Why don't you roll manipulate someone plus charm? That's a flat roll. And that is seven. I think that they look up at you quizzically. I think that they're tough to read in this moment. And also, this dream, this collective dream that you have created for the three of you, sort of rumbles. There's sort of a shake as as the, the sounds of the battle outside of this dream and outside of these walls even seeps into this limited perception. Can I add to that and say that when it shakes, some corners of the gazebo, like, fall into sand a little bit, like, start to crumble and become sand and fall? Yes, they become that kind of muted blue but sparkly powder that your sleep dust is. And it just kind of pours down with a hiss. You're both going to wake up soon, and there is a war going on, and Oberon and Titania are not going to have room for soldiers without a general. Be on my side. Fight with me. Fight with the FAE like we are supposed to fight. Help us make a difference. Jack is here. When you wake up, he'll be here, Jill. And he stands with Atlantis, and he stands with us. He's made the right choice. He misses you, Jill. Jack did always want me to do the better thing. Crete, I I know what you've been through. I've been through it, too. And I I know that Ari never stopped seeing the good in you. He never stopped fighting to try to get you out of Goodfellow's clutches. He told me about Cupid and everything that's happened. I know that there's still good in you, too. I'm not asking as your boss or even an FAE agent. I'm asking as... Someone who has gone through the same life that you have gone through. I know what it's like. And I know that we can be better. I think that until you addressed him, Crete was sort of disassociating. And when you started talking to him, he he looked at you and by the end he sort of 
not full on crying, but he has tears in his eyes. And you can tell that your words have made somewhat of an impact on both of them. Uh, suddenly, though, there is a, a, a quake through this area. It sounds like just something enormous being ripped to shreds. And you see, uh, you see a hole in, it starts at the gazebo at the steps and it rends its way through the ground and the edges of it are this shining green color and it streaks upwards in front of you vertically. And outside of this rip in this dreamscape, is Brittany's triage at the Golden Gull. What do you do? They're moving. Do they, Are they reacting to a tear? Like, can they see it? Yeah, you see the nurses, Jordan, they're looking back at you through this tear. You can't see the whole room. It's a limited perspective. You both have a choice to make, but I think you've already made it. And I step through. I think that if you're trying to get to this rip... The ground beneath you is beginning to crumble away. Uh, I need you to act under pressure. And you can see around these crumbling pieces of of your dreamscape, uh, behind it is a very similar background texture to that world outside of reality that Ari, Sarah, and Ray were in. Uh, Act under pressure. I'm going to roll with weird. Yes, definitely. Yes. Good stuff. Uh, that's fantastic. That's 10 on the dice plus three is 13. Um, cool. Awesome. Then yeah, absolutely. You're able to get to the, uh, the precipice there and get your feet in reality, so to speak. Uh, Crete and Jill are, uh, attempting the same. They are, they are following right behind you, but they seem to be struggling to keep up. What do you do? I'm going to make myself very big and put my torso in the hole and try to grab them with my very large hands yeah i think that this is kind of our we we kind of came up with together a custom move version of the shapeshifter move right so yes our size shifter move uh allows me to change my size and density and i gain plus one to kick some ass and protect somebody which i think is what i'm doing right now yes exactly so roll protect someone That is six on the dice plus one is a seven. (laughs) All right. So you'll suffer some or all of the harm they're going to get. This isn't really a harm situation. You grab them, but this rip is just extending in such a strange and intangible way uh, that you slip now and they're crawling up your body and you're (laughs) now kind of dangling over the edge and your density is more of the problem here, right? Like you're, um you're threatening to slip away can i try to reel back and pull all three of us out at even the cost of some of the makeshift medic tent here yeah i think that this would be act under pressure seven on the dice plus three is ten very nice they finish crawling up your body uh no problem and then you're able to just kind of shift your weight to roll back up into the triage. There's a frenetic atmosphere in this room. As you see in the ceiling, in the roof of this room, uh, there is not a cosmic tear, but a uh, a, a physical uh, 
wound in the building. Something struck this place. And this is what Goodfellow is after, right? The, the, the magic of this battle that isn't supposed to take place on such a scale is literally tearing the world apart. Uh, and you can still see this rip there where you just were uh, that kind of leads into this world between worlds. You know how like a fresh flesh wound looks angry uh, around it? Mm-hmm. This looks the same way, but it's green instead of red. So am I of the mind that I need to do something about this or I need to find Ray Ray and Sarah? Merog understands that this is sort of par for the course, right? This is what the way to stop this from happening happening. is to get the war to stop. Yeah, exactly. Like if this just happened here, it's probably happening even more out there. Yeah. Everything will end if we do not stop this war right now. I need to go find the king and queen. Merog, Sarah and Ray Ray have gone to get the king and queen. I believe in them, but my forces can't hold the wild for much longer. You can help the people here, right? Help keep them safe. These humans mean a lot to Ray Ray and Sarah. These humans are proving to be surprisingly resilient. All, all the humans I've met are. I'm going to go step onto the beach and get giant and start to run. Fuck yeah. Towards Tate's Hell, towards the battle, towards the smell of gator. Amazing. Yeah, you step over the battle and you you look down and you see... Johnny Metters standing on the wall firing off with his <laughs> shotgun and you see Donnie Terrence and his karate buddies in a synchronized attack against <laughs> any wild forces that managed to make their way up over the walls and you continue to grow and grow and grow and you step over the now much smaller than you trash golems that fight against the titan creatures of the wild uh, that are out in the bay and you just step right over them and head in the direction of sarah and ray uh sarah and ray you stand in a small glade with a throne whereupon sits titania the queen of the fairies the queen of the seely court in front of her stands her champion sir thomas brady of florida ready to fight you what do you do? Hey, man, real quick, can you, uh, hold on, uh, can you sign this Tony Dungy card I got in my wallet? <laughs> <laughs> Roll manipulate someone? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's a seven. They'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now Jesus to show that you mean it. Uh, it's It's just it's just crazy that you kind of, you know, you kind of ruined their uh, Super Bowl chances for a long time. And uh, now he's the greatest coach of Tampa Bay history. And now you're going to get Tampa Bay a Super Bowl. Uh, it'd be cool if you just signed it as ironic. Yeah, sure. He was a great coach. I'll sign his card. Oh, man, that's awesome. He takes it and signs it and hands it back to you. Right. Sir, it's Tom Brady. All right, now it's time to fight. Are we supposed to kill Tom Brady? Do we just, like, fight? Is this, like, a fight to the death? 
Wait, we're not. Are we fighting like to the death or are you asking me? I don't I don't actually know. Um <laughs> No, I don't want <laughs> to uh Titani, uh, uh, can I just call you mommy? <laughs> Look, you don't have to kill him. Just, I don't think you need to worry about it anyway. He's my champion, so he's going to win. Before she even finishes her sentence, Sarah is going for it. Hey, uh, Tom, Thomas, do you mind if uh, me and my colleague no. here get a second? Ray literally has to hold me back if he's going to do that. I was charging. Okay. Ray, are you going to hold her back? Sarah, don't get his arms. Don't get his arms. (laughs) (laughs) So you want me to stab him through the heart? That's fine, up, man. Sarah, why don't you roll... I'm assuming your kick... Are you charging at him with the intent of hitting him with your sword? I really want this Super Bowl, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're fucking fairies they can heal him he'll be fine right right if i fail the queen of the fae she won't help me stay good at football until i'm an old man <laughs> okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna stab him i'm sorry sorry roll, armor. roll kick some ass okay cool that is a an eight okay then you're gonna trade harm here you avoid hitting his arms altogether, and you hit his cuirass, his blocky plate armor that covers his torso, and your sword just kind of glances off of it. He jumps back and chucks his football at you, uh, and you're going to take <laughs> two harm, ignore armor. He can ignore armor oh, because fuck. he's so precise with how he throws the ball. Jesus that it gets fucking around Christ. Armor. Fuck, look at that accuracy. It's just incredible. That was a pretty good strike, but I'm the goat. (laughs) Fucking hate him. I hate him so much. I'm already going to die. Tom Brady's going to kill Sarah. Who would have thought? God, that would be great. (laughs) The image of a flattened football hitting Sarah so hard in the face makes me so happy. (laughs) Flop. (laughs) Yeah, Sarah, your face is fully red from being smacked with the ball. And it was laces out. Yeah, the shape of the laces forms what looks like a scar over your eye. <laughs> so you look fucking badass, but it's just the imprint of a football. <laughs> <sighs> oh, please let Kyle Trask be good. <laughs> I'm going to claw him. Nice. Kick some ass. Not in the arms. Oh, my God. Yeah, do it. Do the face. Do his pretty face. Sarah says. From no, not that either. He has to see. His... <laughs> I also imagine for some reason that we're like on a mystical football field that just appeared out of nowhere. Why do I imagine? This? I love I that. Mean, I agree. <laughs> it checks out. It's more like an arena football field. It's a little bit smaller. Yeah, yeah I know he's uh, nothing without a good offensive line, so I'm just trying to go for the midsection here. I don't uh, know what that And means. Uh, that's uh, 10. <laughs> You run in to to claw him, and it's looking like it's going to be a good hit. He points at you, and he goes, Hey! Hey! No fair! That's a flag! Oh, Jesus. And you see from the forest, from the sidelines, a yellow flag flies onto the field. And oh. uh, you see it's thrown by a ref. And the ref is a centaur with a zebra body. That's fucking amazing. It is. <laughs> That's the funniest thing you've ever said. 
<laughs> has a very serious <laughs> demeanor and wears a whistle around uh, around. This one's a man. There's 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 two of them, one on either side, and he's he has a whistle around his neck and uh, and yeah, he throws his flag. And what that means is that your success is bumped down to the next level. Uh, God so damn it's it! Now a mixed success. Ian was just just waiting to put football in his fantasy world. <laughs> hey man, that's bullshit. That was a clean hit. It was a midsection above the waist, roughing the passer. He is going to chuck his ball at you for two harm. Ignore armor. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Flop. Well, I'm gonna heal that. <laughs> I hope. Oh no! Oh no! That's a six. Oh! Mm. Oh no! That means you take take. How much harm do you take from that? God damn you, Tom Brady! Uh, I mean, I take three harm, so I'm one away from dying. <laughs> Jesus <Whoa>. Christ! <laughs> that's what you get for messing with the goat. I'm ultra competitive. I don't have lay on hands, bro. You gotta... Oh, just picture him in a fucking Patriots uniform. All right, here we go. Let's do this. <laughs> I would like to take a moment while Tom Brady is distracted with Ray Ray and take a look around and see if there's anything that we can use to our advantage. Okay. This seems to be read a bad situation to me. Oh, of course it is. I want to investigate a mystery. I well, guess I guess, does. I mean, it could be either. I feel, I mean, investigate a mystery, the questions all have to do with the creature. So. Uh, yeah, I want to know his weakness. <laughs> you can investigate the mystery of Tom Brady, but if you're looking around at your surroundings, that's read a bad situation. Okay, can I look at Tom Brady then and like see if there's like. I want to investigate his armor, basically. Is this, like, legitimately, like, just very fancy football padding? Why don't you investigate a mystery, then? Plus sharp. That is an 11. All right, hold two. Fucking heard it. Okay. Tom Brady has two distinct weaknesses. Love of God and love of family. Avocado ice cream. Mm. <laughs> you see, his armor's pretty airtight, and his keen eye sees everything. Do you understand? Uh, you see his eyes just... You talk about you having battlefield awareness. Tom Brady laughs at your battlefield <laughs> awareness, okay? He's got... I have to gouge his eyes out. <laughs> Whoa. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus Christ, Katie, that's really too far. Too far, Jesus. to be honest with you. Um, Ray attacks Sarah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> he has to read the defense, Sarah. You think back to studying your books about monster hunting, because you're the expert, and that's what the expert does. Uh-huh. You've been preparing for this, even though you didn't know you would be fighting the greatest football player and potentially athlete of all time in terms of championships won. Uh, you did recall a chapter in the monster hunting book about football players. <laughs> Tom Brady is weak to two things. He's weak to the Philly special, <laughs> which is a play where the running back throws a pass, throws a touchdown pass to the quarterback to Nick Foles specifically. Specifically Nick <laughs> Foles. 
you got to figure out who the Nick Foles of your team is here. He's also weak to Giants. That's fucking funny, Ian. That even made me laugh, and I fucking hate your references. I don't understand anything. You might as well be speaking a fucking riddle, because I don't get any of it. Oh, I've got it. <laughs> okay, at least someone understand. You get one more hold. Okay, what is being concealed here? Just in case. Let's see. Not a lot. I mean, you know, you know now that... Titania and Oberon are essentially the same being, and they swap between one another. Mm -hmm. Two zebra centaurs, one man, one woman, on either side of the arena football field in this small clearing. What else is being concealed here? I mean, I guess, like, you see, you can still, I mean, you can still hurt this man, right? You can still hurt him with your sword. Maybe aiming for something other then his curious would be a good idea, I guess, if I need to throw you a bone here. Okay. Okay, so Ray Ray, you are lying after, on the floor after being pummeled with the football. Sarah, you are off on the sidelines examining Tom Brady, and Tom Brady is getting ready to call his next play. He's lining up at the line. He's examining the defense. He's preparing to strike. I would like to get Ray's attention. I'm waving my arms at Ray. Is Tom Brady distracted? Uh, he's uh, watching both of you intently. Hey, uh, Tom, you mind if we get a huddle? Oh, oh shit. We get timeouts? Um, yeah, I mean, if you call one of your timeouts, but yeah. better watch it. I'm pretty good at game clock management. Yeah, yeah. Timeout. <laughs> Timeout. Hey, Sarah, come here. That's so smart. He's so smart. Okay, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm running. Okay, you huddle. And... Tom Brady, you know, he's no cheater, so he's definitely not listening to you. <laughs> God damn it. This is really going to hit well with our not-American audiences. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to love this. Hey, there's there's football, like, in London and shit. Yeah, it's now. called soccer. Oh, no, we have, now there's, like, three games. We're, we're actually just, about we to, don't have to have don't this conversation. Give, yeah, don't okay, give me anyway. a on it. <laughs> We have to do the Philly special. Well, that's what I was coming to tell you. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know you watch football. I don't. I just read a lot of books, and for some reason, monster hunting books have football things in them. <laughs> mm. mm -hmm. Okay. Checks out. Well, so he expects me to be the big guy attacking. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to come at him. Uh... <laughs> But then you land the punch. Get what I mean? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> sure, I do. Yes, yes, I do. I do. I got it. All right, let's do this. And break. We put our hands in. But what do you want come me to on, quack? I'm just, just we, yeah. No, break. All right, in. let's let's okay, do this break. thing, One, man. One, two, three, break. So, so how do you execute this? I would like me and Sarah to line up and I'm going to charge and I am much taller than Sarah. I would like her to be behind me and I'm going to charge and then veer off and let Sarah deliver the hit. Do I need to spend a hold from my woman with the plan or would I only need to do that if something goes wrong? Oh, no. I mean, if you're going to use that, that would probably make the way this plays out different. If you use one of your holds, you can, like, be behind him, and Ray Ray's distraction 
will work a lot more effectively. Okay, I think I should use a hold then, because I don't think either of us can afford for this to go wrong. Ray, do you want to call this play? Oh, dang, I've always wanted to do this. Ready? Florida. Florida 22. uh, Right? (laughs) Florida. Yep. Uh, Yep. Let, uh, yep. Dang, let's go. Yep. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Ray Ray charges at the opposition. Tom Brady readies his football. He's ready to throw it as hard as he can. And this is, by the way, for our non-American listeners, this is absolutely how football plays out. Two people run at one another, and the other one just chucks a football at their face. And, and that's how we <laughs> determine who wins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ray Ray, at the very last minute, veers off to the side, and Tom Brady looks confused. He's prepared for a trick play. He looks behind Ray, expecting to see Sarah coming at him. But Sarah is behind him. And Sarah, you strike him with your sword. And you see the pain in his eyes as he's betrayed by the <laughs> rules that he holds so dear. Can I use precise strike? Yeah, of Is course. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Holy shit, that's an 11 on the dice plus one. It's a 12. <laughs> oh my god. How much extra harm is that? <laughs> that's plus two harm. You slice into his arm you're able to aim for something that isn't his that isn't protected that's not armored sorry ray (laughs) you may never throw as well (laughs) as this day ever again i'm leaving you kyle trask (laughs) he falls to a knee and he looks up to you guys as he's bleeding from his wound and he says you know what i have an announcement to make oh geez as of today (laughs) after this frankly really painful hit i'm retired and he disappears (gasps) (laughs) he just poofed i killed tom brady Welcome to Shrimp and Crits. This is Ian, your keeper here, and I want to thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sticking around until, what is this, episode 66 of our main story. Uh, We are almost through. It's been so exciting to make this finale. We actually, I'll go ahead and say it, we have one more episode left after this one. We haven't recorded it yet, but we will. And it's going to be so cool. I can't believe we are coming to the end of this story that we have grown so attached to. Uh, It's hard to say goodbye. Uh, But I want to say a few things about that. 
First of all, we're going to do a Q&A episode right at the end of the season. We'll answer as many of your questions as we can, so start sending those in. Uh, you can send those to shrimpandcritspodcast at gmail.com. You can send them to us on Twitter or on Discord. Uh, we'll enter you in for some kind of giveaway, and also on that show, we'll announce what we're going to be doing moving forward. But the end of season one will be the end of our Gullicochica story, uh, at least for now. I mean, we might do, you know, a bonus episode here and there. I still plan on doing a few more Lost in the Wild, so we're not totally saying goodbye to this universe, uh, but keep that in mind. Ryan and I are cooking up a little something extra, a little something strange for you over on the Patreon. While you're thinking up some questions for the Q&A, why don't you also think of some weird questions, some offbeat questions, just whatever you want answered on a strange bonus show. Uh, and just let us know that they're oofy questions. And that's all I'm going to say about it for now. Send us your oofy questions. I want to give a big thank you and a shout out to Monster Hour for collaborating with us on our April Fool's Day special. If you haven't listened to that, you should go back and check it out. It's so fun and so funny. And obviously there's a companion episode over on Monster Hour's feed with our cast playing with Quinn. So please go check that out as well. That was fantastic. I want to thank our new patrons today. We have Brett and Hensational. Thank you so much for joining us on Patreon. It's excellent to have new faces around. I hope you're enjoying the content, the bonus content. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and whatever else, at Shrimp and Crits. If you haven't already, please rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. It really helps uh, helps push us up those charts and uh, get us in more ears. And we love that. We love to be in ears. We love to be in your ears. You can listen to us bi-weekly on Mondays. Our next episode, the final episode, will be out on April 24th. We will see you then. Thank you very much. go back to Marog. You have a bird's eye view over this battle. You step over the bay like it's a puddle and into the uh, the Hickory Point area where the Winter Court forces were. It seems like a cakewalk, right? Like, <laughs> you're bigger than everything. Until suddenly you see something coming at you from below. And it's growing at an alarming rate. Oh, that's not good. And you can see something out of your peripheral vision flying directly at your face. Gonna cover my face with my hands, but peek through my fingers at what it is. <laughs> uh, why don't you act under pressure to see if you can block this in this way? Okay. Is it because of a monster phenomenon or mystical effect? Yes. That's helpful. Seven on the dice again, plus three is ten. Uh, yeah, then you catch this fist, and you're looking through your hands at a 
fist, another blue-skinned figure that has now grown to the same size as you. And you are looking at your uncle, Cracknar. My what? Meryl, daughter of my brother, you dare turn against the Fae? <laughs> Do not seek the treasure. <laughs> what are you talking about, Merog? <laughs> what treasure could you possibly find? I am not against the Fae. I am against Goodfellow, and Goodfellow is gone. You are in an army without a general. This fight is over. It's a disgrace that you were allowed to take over as the Arbiter. That should have been my title. And now you're turning against the King and Queen. That ain't right. You didn't earn it. You bring nightmares. The Arbiter of Dreams isn't filled with hate. You are nothing like Zegnar. And I'm going to rear back and headbutt him. Fuck yeah, kick some ass. <laughs> <laughs> Let's remember my moves here. So I am plus one to kick some ass with size shifter. Correct. Seven on the dice plus one is eight. Okay, and you're going to inflict harm on one another. I don't know how much harm a headbutt from a giant does. <laughs> <laughs> I headbutt him and he headbutts me. This is how giants fight. <laughs> I'm going to say you each take a harm. Ah, oh, shit. That hurt real bad, Marog. I don't think that fighting is what I'm trying to do right now. So I need to try to find a way to either distract him or cut out a opportunity here to continue my path towards the king and queen. Uh, sure. I, that sounds like a read a bad situation to me. Plus sharp. Do my best. Uh, six on the dice plus two is eight. Nice, hold one. What's my best way out? I think your best way out, because if you shrink down, he can also shrink down. Yeah. So you could definitely try to shrink to get away, but he would definitely follow you. You know your uncle to not be as magically proficient in the way you are so okay oh okay i forgot i have used magic as a fucking move <laughs> I, i'm so not used to this your best way out might be to trap him here in some way okay no that makes total sense you're standing in a forest also like throughout the battlefield there are some of these like rips showing up all around you can see them down below twinkling green uh, through the forest Okay, so what I'm going to try to do here is a kind of bait. I want to shrink down, and then as he's shrinking down to follow me, I want to set up a trapping magic. Okay. So, like, as he's kind of discombobulated from the headbutt and looks back at me, I'm just going to be mid-shrink. Yeah, I think that doing magic mid-shrink is an awesome move. I think it's a difficult thing to do. So why yes. don't you act under pressure first? Plus weird? Yeah. Five on the dice, plus three, six, seven, eight. Very nice. Okay, it's going to, um, I think this is just going to be like a minus one forward kind of thing. To the use magic? Yeah. That makes sense. 
I'll give you a choice. Take a minus one forward, or he's going to hit you as you both shrink for one harm. Okay, I am going to take minus one forward. I feel like I'm going to need my harm for whatever is ahead. Okay. So use magic, plus two instead of plus three. That's okay. That is six, seven, eight. That is eight on the dice, plus two is ten. Okay, uh, the magic works without issues. Choose your effect. Just trap trapping a specific... Yes, I would like to trap a specific person, minion, or monster. In this case, I think it's all three. Cool. What does this look like? So as I shrink down, I'm going to quickly make some trapping runes appear on the swamp trees around me, almost in a circle where he, uh, I would say in a circle around his giant foot. And as he shrinks down into that position, uh, he will be trapped in place. Yeah, then uh, absolutely. You both shrink down until he is in the center of this rune and he just sinks down into the mud and I guess vines shoot up and wrap up his arms that are trying to dig him out and he's stuck there. I have business to attend to, but I will see you at the family reunion. Damn it, my rogue! And then a vine covers his mouth. <laughs> it should have been me! <laughs> and as you continue on towards Oberon and Titania, uh, we'll go back to Ray and Sarah. Cool. You hear, and there's some ambient noise. You can hear the sounds of combat in the distance. But now you start to hear something that may have blended in as an explosion before, but you hear it's more of a rhythmic crashing. Right, you, you hear that? Uh, yep. This feels kind of like Jurassic Park, doesn't it? Do they have T-Rexes? Oh my god. <laughs> Is that the next champion? I think T-Rexes were a part of the overgrown, Sarah. Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) What is this trickery? What's going on here? We defeated your champion. Wait, this ain't y'all. And indeed, the crashing gets louder and louder until you look towards the source of this sound. You Jurassic Park turn around, and there is Marog towering over the tree line. How tall is she? Like, foot-wise? Like, a million. (laughs) (laughs) Foot-wise. Like, how many feet tall is she? (laughs) Maybe a hundred feet tall. But as she walks up, she begins to shrink more to to a size where she can relate to you (laughs) in a physical realm. (laughs) Mero, I kind of just... We kind of just killed one of my heroes, so I... (laughs) Oh, I'm not sure. He just retired, man. Hey, I know we're all having a lot of fun here, but the fabric of reality is kind of tearing apart, and I think it should be addressed. Oh yeah, that che- that checks out. Can I show them these tears in the fabric of reality above us? Merog gestures into the sky, and you see that the stars are joined by small green specks of light. You can't see them up close, obviously, but they are reminiscent of the color of the uh, the rips that you saw in that world outside of time. Oh, shit. Were you able to convince Titania and Oberon to stop this? Yeah, but only if we defeat their champions. We got one down. I think there's one to go. Too soon, Sarah. Too soon. You both look really bad. Do you need help? Absolutely. Yeah, we could use some help. 
Ray Ray is about to die. <laughs> oh, I'm he one does away have from healing. I'm one away from dying, but I do have healing. That's true. Yeah, but if you take another hit, yeah. But, <laughs> but if I roll, die. if I do not roll well with healing, I'm going to, if there's no issue from the surrounding area, do a rune over Ray Ray's most injured scales and try to heal them with magic. All right, roll use magic plus weird. I like that the foot the football is what <laughs> the football <laughs> broke Ray's skin. <laughs> Six on the dice plus three is nine. Very nice. Choose a glitch. I would love to. Let's say the magic draws immediate unwelcome detention. Ooh. <laughs> I have full health. Titania smirks. And you hear from her direction. Oh god damn it, he tricked us. Look, guys. I feel like I have some unfinished business. I haven't quite accomplished what I wanted to do with my career. And uh, so I'm back for another season. How did you not see this coming? And he chucks a football at the new opponent, Meryl. Oh, thank God. Jesus. I'm going to try to shrink out of the way. Why don't you roll act under pressure? I'm going to add weird to it because I'm considering him a monster. Sure. Six on the dice plus three is nine. <laughs> you have a hard choice. It's either going to hit Sarah or Ray. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Will it kill them? Maybe Ray could help me. Oh, yeah, I can help. How can I help? Interception. Interception. Oh, oh I am Interception. on defense. I want to intercept. Inception. <laughs> Inception, Tom Brady. <laughs> Go into his dreams. Let's do it. (laughs) Wait, I can actually do that. Knock him out. I'm going to go into his dreams. I actually just want to tip ball, but our interception will be dope. Yes. Yes. What is it? Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's an eight on the die plus two. That's a ten. You tip the ball. And Marog's roll is bumped up to a 10, and they avoid the ball completely. But Tom Brady is looking at the three of you, and he's like, well, gosh, thank God that it's a tiny person and not a giant. (laughs) What's really funny is if you mix Ari and Marog, you get a New York giant, and I think that's great. Oh my god, were you, how long did you wait to say that? <laughs> no, just now, it just came to me. Okay. <laughs> now Ray just has his game face on. All right, y'all, huddle. Um, okay. I don't think we need to huddle, I think Marog needs to smash his ass. Uh, I'm oh, sorry? Marog's gonna smash his ass. <laughs> do, do you mean beat him up? Or do you want me to do something to his butt? <laughs> god damn his weakness is giants. Is that a football joke that I'm just now getting? Is he weak to the New York Giants? Oh, you're yeah. just now getting that? <laughs> He's lost two Super Bowls to the New York Giants. How did I get that? Jesus fucking Christ. I didn't even <laughs> understand. That's so funny. Okay. Okay. That's like weirdly specific because I am. I, I don't know if you know, I am a giant. Yes. This is a great plan. You just kill him with oh. your big fist. <laughs> the Philly special isn't going to work on me again. I already know that trick. Hey, 
the biggest thing with the with Tom Brady's loss is the Giants had a great defense. Is it? Is this guy like somebody? Will people be <laughs> mad if I like kill him? No, no. Everybody will be happy. Hey, Merog, we are uh-huh. not gonna kill him. Hey, okay. I'm getting mixed signals. We were specifically told <laughs> we don't have to kill him, but we can win. He'll retire again. <laughs> Officially, He's, he has to only have one more time in him, I think. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna run up in his face, uh-huh. and then you both run around the sides. Sarah comes by me towards the front. Merog, you run towards the back. Where did you get this tiny whiteboard? It's really helpful. <laughs> I was literally thinking. <laughs> I tend to keep this on me at all times. No, I like I just, it. <laughs> I, this is kind of a dream of mine. Uh, so uh, excuse me if I'm a little too excited right now. Um, no, I can do it. Yeah. So Merog, right now you're small. You run uh-huh. behind him. You uh-huh. get real big. Uh-huh. He'll never see it coming. And me and Sarah will just both be in his face. He uh-huh. doesn't do well under pressure. Trust me. Uh-huh. Got it. And break. break. Hands in. Hands. Hands in. You turn around and you see he's huddled up. <laughs> By himself? With the, with oh, the with the Todd, yeah. Is he in the fetal position or and you hear you hear you hear him say, Don't worry, my queen. I know it's twenty-eight to three, but I really shine in the fourth quarter. Dang. Ready. Are you are you all yep. ready? Yeah. Yep. No, I yep. burped. <laughs> uh, I'm ready. Tallahassee 43. I don't know how this shit works. Uh ready, Hi. go. Come on. <laughs> All right, what do you do as you all charge to execute this play? I am the defensive end. I'm charging straight at Tom Brady. So are you trying to defend your teammates if they should get hit, or are you going in for an attack, for a kick some ass? Yes, I am trying to defend my teammates. The idea is Merog's going to sneak around behind. Gotcha. And Mm. then become giant. But we're distracting and being in their face. So what is Sarah doing? I'm going around the opposite side just as a distraction. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that Merog's attacking, Ray Ray is ready to defend someone, and Sarah is the distraction. So let's get Sarah to roll first. Sarah, do you have any moves on your playbook for this, or is this just an act under pressure? Well, I was going to use I've read about this sort of thing. That's about the only move that I've got. Sure, yeah, no, that just means you get to roll plus sharp instead of cool for act under pressure. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. I'm clanging my sword and my buckler together. Awesome. <laughs> and battle cry. God. I rolled another eleven on a dice plus wow. three. Wow. That is a 14. Wow. Are you an apotheosis? I don't I know it's a five and a six. I don't know. I don't know. What does that mean? It's always so confusing because Katie always sounds upset that she rolled <laughs> well. But um, I always sound happy when I roll I'm bad. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, Sarah, you go wide left trying to draw his attention, and it works. He is threatened by you because you were the one that hit him with the Philly special. He even throws a football at you, but you are able to <laughs> deflect it with your shield as you're clanging your your weapons together here. Can I poke it with my sword? Can it 
Can it be canonical? Can't get any more deflated. <laughs> it's already wanna, pretty pruney. I want it to land on the end of my sword. Hell yeah. Sure, okay, fine. You shish kebab that shit. <laughs> oh shit, y'all, we can't hit him. We're gonna get a flag. He threw the ball. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> I mean, it, I don't know how, how literal football Ian's getting with this. <laughs> uh, so, Marog, you're able to sneak around him. Why don't we get a kick some ass from you? So... What I really want to do here is grab him and grow big so he's in my hand. And then I want to yeet him. (laughs) I just want to throw him as far as I can, like a comet in the night. Sure. Okay. So I don't know what that entails. (laughs) Yeah, then I think that that is... uh, That's an act under pressure. Okay. Okay, that is nine on the dice, plus three is 12. Yeah, and you have Ray Ray there ready to defend you if this should break bad, but I don't think you even need it. You begin to put your arms around him, and then you grow to a size where your hand wraps around Tom Brady. He's not ready for this. He's not ready. He's fear. He's of you, you see fear strike his eyes and he's paralyzed and you're able to throw him as far as he will go. And I, th- I think you've done it. I think you've defeated Tom Brady. Ray Ray said Tallahassee and I really wanted to throw him to Tallahassee from here. So... He just turns into a little star in the night. Tom Brady's retiring off again. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Uh, I'm sorry that I'm the one who killed Tom Brady, Ryan. Ray Ray didn't want to do it. I didn't want to kill Tom Brady because Ray needs him to win a Super Bowl (laughs) for him. You You didn't kill him. He's not dead. He's fine. He's invincible. He retired midair, so he just kind of disappeared. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Fuck, this is a funny episode. This is a funny 20 minutes of an episode. So you all celebrate together after defeating <laughs> the great warrior, Sir Thomas Brady, hero of the city of Tampa Bay and champion of Titania, queen of the Fazili Court. <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> this is the story. This is the story we're telling you guys. Yep, I this love is the it. finale of our show. Yeah. <clears throat> and you look over to Titania, hoping to see her upset. But what you see is Oberon. And he says, Yes, yes, very good. That was an exciting battle. My champion may be more of a boring choice, but... I think you'll find her much more effective. Oh, shit. And you hear a different voice. Dang. I heard you was sniffing around my old home, Ray. With the help of Oberon here, I've got a new address. Down on Grunch Road. (laughs) (laughs) The turf around you softens and your feet sink into the mud and a lump begins to form in the earth in front of you. At first it seems as though the ground may be bubbling up but it never pops. 
As it slowly swells, a ridge of porcupine-like spikes forms a spine as its body takes a slender, quadrupedal shape. Limbs are revealed as the ichor melts away and claws that seem surprisingly canid jut out. When enough of the mud finally slides off onto the ground, you see a large yet slender figure like an elephant-sized dog. Though it looks like some kind of monstrous hyena, it has no fur. It's covered in the green-gray scales of an alligator, and its face is strangely human. It bears the familiar features of Aunt Genevieve, three enlarged teeth jutting out like angry knives. Oh, I didn't think you could get uglier. Ray Ray, what is that? Uh, that is my aunt, Genevieve. That's terrifying. She only has three teeth? Yep. Three really scary, fucked up looking teeth. The Grunch Road monster is a, a New Orleans cryptid that is essentially Ooh. a chupacabra. But this one is Ooh. also part alligator. <laughs> <laughs> My sister always kept me down. All my ideas, anything I came up with, she just thought I was trouble. And now, Raymond, you think you can just keep me in the corner so long as I don't bother you? You can't erase blood, boy. We're family, whether you like it or not. Cut from the same cotton. Both our roots trace back to the bayou. You can disguise your contempt and cowardice as mercy all you like. Spare me every time we fight, just like your mama did. I'll never quit fighting, and I may never win, but I'll damn sure figure out how to hit you where it hurts every fucking time. We're done here, Jenny. Hey, uh, hey, y'all. I don't care about this one nearly as much as I cared about the last one. We can just kill her. This has only just begun, boy. You've shown me how weak you are time and time again. That was before I had these powers. And I think she leaps towards you. Okay. I want to do the same thing that I did with Sir Thomas Brady. Mm. And while she is lunging at Ray Ray, can I try to You're trying to study her oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> because i assume since she's not like in her original alligator form why don't you roll investigate a mystery plus sharp it's nine nine plus three twelve oh wow very good you're killing it on this expert investigation shit <laughs> why don't you hold two what can hurt it nothing she's invincible Fucking oh, sucks. Fuck. <laughs> fuck, I got a 12, man. No. As she runs toward Ray, you notice that she's still enough of a gator creature. You That she still has um, enough gator features. You deduce that she is still weak to cold. Okay. That's what I assumed, but you know what they say about assuming. You make ass soup. <laughs> delicious okay cool <laughs> what is being concealed here you see the way she's running she clears an incredible distance she started all the way over 
near Oberon. And she's closing this distance incredibly quickly. And as she uh, collides in battle with Ray Ray, you can tell that she is, first of all, she's probably bigger than Ray Ray at this point. And second of all, she has a strength that is even greater than it was before. And yeah, she has the strength of the wild. She has wild magic coursing through her veins. And I think she's stronger than anything you've faced before, just in terms of like uh, pure strength, muscle strength. Now, Ray, what do you do as Genevieve collides with you here? I'm a whoop that ass. Okay. Roll kick some ass. That's an 11. Okay. Uh, choose one extra effect. I'm going to suffer less harm. Okay. So one less harm. I'm still going to have to heal. <laughs> but I think your armor might block because she does. T- her claws do two harm. Good. Uh, so you block that, and how, your claws do how much harm? Uh, three harm. Not ignore armor. Her skin is tougher than you expect. I mean, it's scales, so you expect a little bit of resistance, but your claws don't even really seem to pierce that flesh. All right. Merog, what do you do? I think I'm just going to bring a big fist down on to Genevieve. I think I'm just going to, like, punch her into the mud. Why don't you roll kick some ass? Uh, I am big, so I get a plus one to kick some ass. Ooh. That's pretty good. That's 10 on the dice, plus one is 11. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't think it's going to hurt her at all, which is upsetting. Yeah, what is your extra effect, though? I think that this punch is puts her in a place of disadvantage. I'm going to give plus one to Ray Ray. Now that she is kind of discombobulated from my punch. Okay. I mean, she doesn't have to move to do this. You punch her, and she is going to latch onto you with her teeth. I think you get in close enough to where she can use her bite attack. Okay. And her bite attack is three harm, intimate, armor breaking. So it breaks whatever armor you have. I don't have any, but I have a lot at the same time. (laughs) explain okay my enchanted clothing counts as minus one harm it's not armor my prepared to defend i take minus one harm when i'm kicking some ass or protecting somebody it's not armor and my strange dangers is when you you are always watching for hazards when you have no armor you still count as having one armor so I have no armor, but three armor. Mm, wow. Mm-hmm. It's very complicated. <laughs> I have a little cheat sheet on the bottom of my chart or my playbook about it. Yeah, I think that this is something that she has gained through mm-hmm. working with the Fae, through getting these Fae powers. She knows about your suit, yeah, and she just tears right through those runes. They seem to offer no protection against her bite. Perfect. So you can have the two... Uh, you know, minus two reduction, yeah. Okay. I think just one. You take one harm. Sarah, Ray, what's going on? I'm waiting for them to go so I can just keep attacking her. Okay. Sarah, what's up? What do you do? Marog. Yeah? She's weak to cold. Can you make it fucking cold in here? Keep in mind, Ray is also weak to cold. Yep. Keep her busy, I've got this. Fuck yeah. 
I think Genevieve leaps at Sarah. Oh, Jesus. Do I get an opportunity attack? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, she leaps at Sarah with with a pretty wild speed. You can definitely try and get at her. Yes. Oh, I want to grab her tail and throw her down. Okay, why don't you protect someone and you get the plus one forward that Marog gave you. Dope. Protect someone. That is a 10. Nice. No, that's an 11. Not that that does anything else, but... <laughs> this is Mario spinning Bowser, and I love it. So choose an extra... Wait, you got an 11? Yeah, I got an 11. Can I help you to a 12? I have advanced, so it'd be awesome if you help me to a 12. If you can do that, if that's allowed. Sure. Marog, what do you do? What I'm going to do is take my hand and drive it into the ground in front of Genevieve, like a wall almost just stick my finger straight into the mud so that she can't progress towards Sarah giving Ray more time to grab the tail. All right. Roll plus cool. Have I ever rolled help out before? <laughs> this is a, Ari is a selfish character. <laughs> yeah, he was, wasn't he? RIP. RIP. Seven flat. Your help grants them plus one to their roll, but you also Woo! expose yourself to trouble or danger. That's fine. Yeah, I think that she kind of collides with your finger, but her claws kind of strike you a little bit as she does this. But yeah, you give plus one to Ray Ray. So I have advanced protect someone. So both you and the character you are protecting are unharmed and out of danger. Yes. Uh, and now Sarah is finally my ally. <laughs> Best friends forever. <laughs> Ray, you're able to grab her by her tail and you fling her out into the middle of this clearing where uh, it's just you and her. You're the one she has to contend with now. Marog, take two harm from the claws unless your armor negates it. You're not armor. <laughs> one harm. All right, Ray, you got her alone. Yeah, I'm a biter. Fuck yeah, kick some ass. I'm just, I'm a biter. Bite some ass. <laughs> Bite some ass. No, I'm not biting her ass. <laughs> That is fucking boxcars. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, and you have advanced, so that's pick you pick an enhanced effect. I'm going. Mm. Yeah, I need to keep not taking harm for a minute. Fair. So I will take no harm. Uh, but that is for ignore armor from my bite. Yeah, she tries to bite you back, so it's good that you didn't take the harm because her bite is vicious to you. You hear her teeth kind of clap together in the air as she tries to get her neck around, but you just kind of drive her into the mud. Marog, Sarah? I mean, my only thought right this second is to heal using my other, my expert move. But I only have three harm. But I mean, it, I can only heal two, so it's not like it's that. Well, also, Ray Ray can't take a whole bunch more harm. Hey, I'll tell you right now, Ray Ray can't take any more harm. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you could also get a never again ready. That's what I was thinking. Ray Ray has to roll a 10 plus to not die next time he gets does, hurt. Does Ray Ray have any luck left? <laughs> it's a very important question. I do have one more luck left, so I will use it if I have to. Okay, I see that Ray and her 
are now alone and I do not want Ray to do this alone again. So I am going to make my way over there. I'm going to run. Cool. Uh, Marog, what do you do? Sarah runs over towards Ray, who is biting into his aunt. <laughs> Just a normal, normal Sunday here. <laughs> I want to take out my now comically large FAE badge and hold it over the mud pit arena and try to use it to open a passage to the winter court. Ooh. Okay, I, it's been a while since we've done this, so I gotta remember. Yeah, I don't remember. It's big magic. I think it takes some time. Uh, it requires the special materials, which is your badge. Yes. Yeah, let's just, uh, let's say that it takes a bit of time here. Sure. So we'll come back to you when it's time to roll. Ray, you feel Genevieve start to try and push you off, but then she reconsiders and she uh, repositions herself to try and bite you. You may kick some ass here, I think, is probably the right thing, assuming that you're going to try to bite her back. Yes, I'm going to try to bite her back. Fuck. That is a 10. Don't sound so sad about it. I wish it was a 12. <laughs> uh, Sarah could protect you. She's That's what she headed over there to do. With my 10 plus, I would like to take one less harm. Okay. I just need you to paint me a word picture of what this looks like. So Sarah, you ran over towards Ray Ray and Genevieve. And as you get over there, Genevieve kind of pushes Ray Ray away and starts to try and bite him again. And you can tell that Ray Ray is also going in for a bite, but her very sharp teeth are going to uh, do some damage here. And this might be the worst you have ever seen Ray look in all of your time fighting alongside him as the Gullicochica Gator Man. Never again! <laughs> Do I have to scream it to use it? Because it's all caps. Now I'm going to use never again. <laughs> yeah. This is very serious. I'm going to use never again. Okay, uh, so that means you get an automatic 10+, plus, right? You just can't suffer less harm. Yes. Okay, so Sarah, you get to choose an extra. I guess I will inflict harm on her somehow. Can I, ooh, can I somehow like wedge my sword into her mouth? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're going to take two harm as you wedge your shield in between Ray and her as Ray sinks his teeth into her shoulder. So she's going to take harm from that attack and she crunches into your shield and bites your arm you are able to stab her in this process and yeah your shield is essentially like wrapped around your arm now like it's no longer a functional buckler it crunches under the pressure of her bite Aww. i am unstable last time i almost died was against genevieve marog i think that this has bought you enough time Genevieve is looking bad, but she's not going to go down without her weakness being triggered. Uh, so let's get a use magic roll. Woo! Hoo -hoo. It's a doozy. And it's 10 <laughs> on the dice plus 3 is a 13. So above you is a tree line. Marog, you tower over the battlefield and you have your 
badge out ready to create this passage. And your badge ignites magic into the trees around you, and all of the leaves fall off of the treetops. And we see this circle that makes the clearing that you're all in. Now surrounded by finger-like twisting branches and the entire canopy where the clearing is becomes the passage you're creating and snow begins to fall down in huge chunks as the winter court is uh, above you now without her like biting me can i kind of like roll out of there not literally (laughs) i still want to be close enough if i need to protect ray ray again but yeah you can act under pressure to get out of there i'll even give you plus one forward because she's slower when it's cold god at least one dice every roll has been a six so that is I don't even, I was about to say I can use, I've read about this sort of thing, but I don't even need it because just as is with cool and your plus one, it's an 11. Okay, yeah, then you get out of there. I think she's too confused by what's going on. Ray, you walk, you march slowly towards your aunt and she looks up at you and she's smiling and she says, (laughs) there it is. You may be carrying on Loretta's legacy, doing a hell of a job too. But that killer instinct ain't her. At least some of me's gonna live on. I'm done pretending like you're my motherfucking family. I'm gonna fucking bite her. Roll kick some ass. That's a 12. It's a 12. Nice. Oh, fucking Christ, it's a 12. (laughs) (laughs) What's your choice? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, fuck. Uh, uh, I guess I need to take no harm. Ray, you bite into Genevieve's neck and your teeth pierce through her scales. And instead of just wounding them, you feel a release, you feel a give as you take a chunk out of her neck and shoulder and she falls back slowly and as she does, she's looking up at you and as she hits the ground and the last bits of life snuff out from her eyes she looks proud when I look up at Oberon and Roar Fuck yeah. Oh, goody. This is the most fun I've had in quite a while. Wouldn't you agree, my darling? And his face changes back to Titania. And she says, Yes, my love, it was quite the battle. I suppose they've upheld their end of the deal, wouldn't you say? Yes, yes. Let's get, what do they call it? Pizza? (laughs) It's time you met our friend, Mr. Omni. Sir Omni. Did we ever land on what we call Omni? (laughs) 
It's it's just it's Sarah. just Take Tom Brady through the heart. <laughs> he dies instantly. You figured it out. He was I, a vampire. I have a, I have a gun. <laughs> I can hit him with a mallet. <laughs> I can just. Is bludgeoning him? Are you a fucking slicing? Smash Bros. character? What are you? Fucking... <laughs> yeah, what are you? Doing? <laughs> what? What? I just. Sarah feels really guilty about fucking hitting Tom Brady with a sword. While you worry about which weapon you're going to attack him with, the world dissolves into nothingness.